Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 78 of the Luke and Lewis show. Very special episode because we are joined by guest Frenchie. Welcome to the show, mate. Very first yeah, guest appearance. French. Hey, well done, everyone. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor. Hey, it's no an worries, honor to mate. have you here. Um, setting up took a while. You had to get a gold chain. Uh, ready. I like that you put on a special chain just for this podcast. Or did you take it off now? I I like that you assume it's a gold chain. Uh, Have a look at that. Feast your eyes on that bad boy. Oh, never mind. It's a Lego Jar Jar Binks. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm going to find a about the chain stuff. I think you swiped that swag from me, bro. I've been where I've been doing the chain for years, and all of a sudden you start rocking a silver scorpion. Very familiar. You already look like me on meth. I think you're stealing my style. I, I, I think I'm about 20 years older than you, so I'm assuming I did it before you at some <laughs> point. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. I, Bro, say- I had a chain uh, when I was when I was 14. It was just like a full uh, like a normal silver one that wraps around like that you wore when you're skating. You know that skater swag, and it's yeah. so like. Cringe. I can't, I've got still got it, but I can't bring myself to wear it, even ironically. Yeah, see, that's the thing. <laughs> Frenchie wore chains, like for real chains, when he was fourteen. Let's be mm. honest, probably in the nineties. You know, you're ancient. Oh, you're actually gonna die soon. You're gonna die so soon, dude. And uh, yeah, it's actually Lewis's... an honor to have the world's oldest comedian on the show. <laughs> Do you know, Frenchie, that every time you get brought up on this podcast, I don't think we've, no one's ever told you, every single time you get brought up on this podcast, I always just go, oh, yeah, he's probably going to die soon. And I feel like it's now just a running joke that I do. Um, I will probably die soon. That's that's just an accurate assumption, bro. True. You're in Sydney, which is like, means like probability wise, you probably will die from the virus. Ah, bro. That's the one thing I won't die from is that virus. I'll die in just some like uh, really banal way. I think. What is that the right word? Yeah, that's the right word. Well done, mate. Know. Don't ask me about. It's words. hard to remember all the words when you've been alive for three hundred years and language keeps changing. <laughs> Yo, can you see my chin? Yeah. What have you done to it? Yeah, guess how I did that. Guess. I thought it was a dimple. Um, did you fall you over rollerblading? Were you rollerblading? <laughs> that would be the coolest way. What happened? <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. There's not a cooler scar than a rollerblading scar. Lewis is completely outnumbered on this podcast with uh, yeah. by bladers here. This is the first time I've ever had blading support <laughs> on this podcast, which is good. <laughs> Hate is gonna hate, blade is gonna blade, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, look, here's the thing. Luke's doing it ironically. Frenchie's doing it because he remembers when it was actually cool in the nineties. I, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely don't do it ironically. I I've had rollerblades in my car, you know this, Lewis, for yes. the last two years straight, never taken them out because you never know when you're gonna need to blade. And us Frenchie knows full well they've come in handy three times. Where Frenchie's mm, like, you don't have your blades yeah. on you, do you? And I go, actually, by chance, I do. Yeah, they're, 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 you always need them. It's like a life jacket, right whistle. You don't know when you'll need it, but when you do, you better fucking have it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, so how do you... You know what? Chin? Getting raped while also drowning on the Titanic would be a terrible day without both those items. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess how many people have been uh, raped while rollerblading? None. Zero. You can skate away. Up. That's yeah. true. That's because anyone wearing rollerblades is unfuckable. Yeah, exactly. That's the other one. <laughs> um, also, okay, okay, yeah. So, so this thing, mm. uh, it was a, uh, it was last night. I'm, I'm on the couch playing FIFA. I'm like, yo, that feels like there's a squishy thing in my chin. 
Turns out it's just a massive iceberg pimple. So I just start trying to squeeze it, playing one-handed. Next minute, there's blood dripping on my controller because it was such a hectic pimple. What the fuck sort of old-ass man gets such hectic pimples? Yeah. <laughs> Could have been a boil, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, is- so all you, li- all you listeners, I've got a fucking big little scab on my, on my chin. I thought it was a dimple. To be honest, I couldn't really tell in the camera. I just thought it was like some kind of old age thing, you know. Leprosy. Uh, it could have been an leprosy. ingrown hair that came about from all the shaving you've been done trying to maintain that pedo stash. <laughs> it's Jeez, a good one, like, isn't it? This is just like the roast of Frenchie. We invite him on our right. podcast and we're like, Haha, you're old and you look like a pedophile. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was the roast about that? I'm completely, yeah, I do a bit. Sorry. I've seen pedophiles and I'll be in a lineup. I wouldn't be the first you one have... picked, but in that lineup, I would fit in. You know what? You, you have been fucking posting a lot of video of you pretending to dress up as pedophiles and making pedo jokes. Oh, one priest video, and not all priests are pedophiles, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was also um, a good uh, blasphemous uh, TikTok you did on Easter. I quite enjoyed mm. that, where you implied that Jesus wasn't real. Oh, um, bro, that, that was, was too <laughs> subtle for TikTok. That was so good. Yeah. That was such a good video. And uh, I saw your post on uh, Easter dressed as a priest uh, in a fairly slutty pose. That was also good. So it's good you're kind of trying to incorporate all areas. Like one, one like early in the day, you're like pro-religious. Then by the afternoon, your Jesus isn't real. And I think that's inclusive. Yeah. It's a credit to <laughs> so you. you're... You're saying the slutty priest picture was pro-religion. I would say that that may that that put religion in a good light. It showed that priests can have fun map. too. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, uh, I think George Pell's been showing that a lot recently. True, it shows that priests can pretty much do whatever the fuck they want. Um, to be honest, he's that's wild, eh? Like, some how, how did he get out? No, he's just out. So. I looked into it because it made me really angry. If you, for, if for overseas listeners, I don't think it's very big global news, but George Pell, he's like the leader of the Catholic Church in Australia, and he previously got found guilty by a jury after like a, almost maybe like a year of trial and like a royal commission about him fucking kids. He was found guilty. And then just a few weeks ago, that verdict was overturned by the high court um, and he was set free. And uh, the reason they said the High Court, I believe from what I've read, is that they said the jury should have had more doubt, um, but they didn't have any doubt. So like, oh, the, the jury thought he was too guilty. So he mustn't be. Very strange. I, I got into like a cool argument. So I didn't actually know the story. I'm like, yeah, he did it for sure. A priest, kid, come on. Like, <laughs> obviously he did it. Yeah. My mom starts uh, really? arguing, going, do you, is that, are you sure he did it? Are you, I'm like, yeah. She's like, have you actually looked at the facts? I'm like, no, but. Well, yeah, you, you, know, you, you just and went one actually... plus one equals fucked kid. Right, which well, I think I... is what most people did. Yeah, exactly. But how can you <laughs> how can very... you look at the facts? Like, where is this r- knowledge right, available? So, so it's written in, in a the, lot of in newspaper the articles. Royal Commission and the court trial. Oh, so you have to read? No, uh, yeah, they, that's where read. I uh, tap out. Oh, back in my day, we used to have to read. Uh, we didn't just watch a look at look at memes and TikTok dances when uh. I was growing up. So I've, I've learned the ability. And was that back too... when like the only people who could read were priests and they had to write out the books by hand? This is before the printing press, yeah. 
Um, no, so so the actual like I don't want to get too into the the story yeah, yeah. of it because it's uh, probably uh, pretty pretty dark. But the time he's alleged to have fucked the kids is in between church and then when meeting people after church. So during the yeah. day, you have ten minutes. He goes and washes up. Apparently, he mm. just smashed a kid and went out and shook hands. And so and yeah. it was like a locked. It was an unlocked door and stuff like that. So it's, so when mum like for some reason my mum she. She doesn't actually care. She just likes arguing with me. I was like, you know what, mom? That you might be right here, but I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? I don't. Well, well. Uh, I to, think the families the of the children. Legally, care. he is innocent, but uh, you know, previously um, he was found guilty. So it's all very sus. So you explain to your international listeners uh, where are you? Where are your listeners from? What countries? Uh, we have, uh, weirdly enough, I have a lot of people from like Sweden and Norway that like my shit. I am like actually always sending out t-shirts to Sweden and Norway and those like Nordic countries. It's very strange. It's mainly US in the UK is our main internationals, but yeah, there is like weird niche countries where you're like, how the hell did our videos get there? Yeah, perfect. Because we do a thing on our podcast where we like to greet all the international listeners. So, oh, Guten okay. Tag, Sweden. Um, hello, UK. <laughs> hey, go on, America. So, yeah, we pretty much that's scare good. them off, I think. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think that that's a good way to keep your podcast pretty niche and Australian. It's just, <laughs> no, uh... they like it. They appreciate <laughs> it. Sweden, how you going? Your Sweden's podcast with... With Tom is is quite special. I remember every now and then I'll just be going through Instagram stories and I'll just see what you guys are up to, and I'm like, "What the fuck are they doing?" My my favorite one that I saw you guys doing was some celebration with your Patreon supporters, where you and Tom dressed up as priests and you got all of the Patreon supporters to dress up as altar boys, and then you just were drinking in the park in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not entirely accurate. That's that's what it looked like. Accurate. That was like pretty much ninety five percent accurate. Well, we they talked didn't... about this at our live Perth show because we were talking about our after party. I was just saying, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but I'm about to. Sorry, guys. Did any, anyone here follow Frenchie on Instagram? Right, he's an Australian comedian. Yeah, see his Instagram story yesterday. They're having their their after party. If you thought our after parties were fucking loose, of their their podcast after party was them in a public. Oh, park yeah. dressed as children and priests playing beer pong in public and i i don't that's, that's why i don't have now, to justify myself look not that's just if you if fuck man there's so many reasons why that's not okay right if you are like, like a big comedian with a big fan base and you dress up as priests who we know what they're up to and you tell your fans to dress up as choir boys is he, does he want to meet too? Is that what he's going for? Because that's how you get one. Yeah. And then also, you can't drink in public. Yeah. And you also can't play beer pong you in a park shocked. without a permit because there will be actual children there. See, I showed Lewis this on Instagram and he goes, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. And I was showing him because I was like, this seems like a vibe. We need to lift our <laughs> game up. <laughs> I was like, we're going to Perth tomorrow. Let's, you know, yeah. step it up a notch. <laughs> Luke loves getting too drunk with priests. Yeah. I think that was that one was one too far. That was pretty untasteful. And I'm sorry about that. And there's a, you're, you're 17 in the front row. I'm sorry about that. And Luke hangs out with priest heaps. He knows what doesn't taste good. (laughs) 
Yeah. No. So what happened was we wanted to theme the the Christmas party. Do you guys do a Christmas party for your podcast patrons? We haven't. Uh, no. I th- we we haven't because we do other we things thought, like we give them the sound tests instead for free, yeah. which is obviously you, we do a lot really more. We just value. do one thing a year, like like a like a disappointing dad, you know, like an absent yeah. father. We just roll in, give him a good Christmas, roll out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that vibe. That's very Frenchy. And then on the holidays, you take him to Disneyland and you buy yeah. some shit and yeah, some, you, yeah, yeah. You guys are man. That's brutal. All right, continue. So anyway, so anyway, we're like we wanted to theme it. We're like, uh, who wants to get wrecked with us and. And there's a running joke that Tom's a pedophile. There's a lot of pedophile chat in this. I won't talk about it anymore. So we're yeah. like, let's dress as priests. And all the patrons, you guys dress as school kids. Because we think that'll be funny in a public place. Everyone looking at us. And they're like, how do yeah. these people know each other? And you may or may not have guessed it. Not many people showed up. <laughs> it looked pretty bare because <laughs> we did it last minute and it was in Sydney so you have to pretty much be living in Sydney and be a Patreon and actually want to go yeah. so it was maybe I don't know eight people there. also I feel like the dress code wasn't very inclusive uh, yeah. I feel like that would have turned off a few people going oh I don't have my school uniform you know <laughs> I'm not sure well, I want to look um... like I'm getting molested in the park on a yeah. Sunday <laughs> Yeah, retrospect, uh, okay, maybe a few people did think that. <laughs> but I like at the time that you were like, oh, it was probably the that it was last minute. That's probably what put people off. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> Man. But we did, um, there was one girl came, which was, we were very surprised. We were stoked with. There was a yeah. few dudes. There was this really funny, um, uh, it was Bangladeshi dude called Shotgun. Just an absolute yeah. walking meme. He was, he was great. And uh, we baptized him as priest. In I the, saw that. the dirty Sydney Harbour, and it was um, it was pretty special. Now I feel like yeah, I feel like we should be offering more value. We've never baptized any of our listeners, <laughs> which is uh, maybe that's where we're going wrong. And I think there's a lot to learn from. Yeah, but there's also a not a, a lot to like not take away. There's a few good examples of uh, maybe we shouldn't be trying to molest our audience in the park. But you know, every podcast is different. It's all a niche thing, so I'm not going to judge, you know? Yeah. I know. How do you think Harvey Weinstein got so successful? That could have been part of it. I think it was brute force. (laughs) 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 This podcast has got very loose. No, there wasn't much niche about him. He was just a fucking animal. He was. Yeah, I know. Don't read those stories. They're very depressing. They are. Um, Frenchie, we have to uh, tell you something that uh, has been going along for a while that you may not be aware of. Uh, We've actually infiltrated your podcast. We have a man on the inside. We've got a spy, uh, Xander, who works on your show. 100% Xander, yeah. (laughs) Patreon supporter of of ours for a very, very long time, an OG fan of ours. Now he works for your show. So we have a man on the inside. We know what you guys are planning, and uh, we're doing our best to just really hamstring your show to make sure Luke and Lewis stays on top. Yeah, so I was wondering, like, uh, because Xander said he was uh, first a fan of you, Lewis, and um, and then he used to message you and hang out with you, showed us pictures of him and you. He showed us his bedroom and it's like, uh, there's like a voodoo doll of you, there's a blob sex yeah. doll, there's a, yeah. a lot of pictures. Um, yeah, that's my, that's most of my that audience. That sex doll would take so long to blow up, fucking hell, It'd be so fucking long. <laughs> 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 have you, have you ever had a blob doll? 
I've only ever like, like been around yours. That's the only yeah. sex doll I've ever been around. You know what? The only sex toys I've ever actually properly held is Keelan used to have a massive dildo in his car. And we used mm. to stick it to his window, and then you have heaps at your house. Yeah, except they started getting really uh, hot, and they would uh, melt. <laughs> yeah, because you used to, to put like them the on the shelf. windowsill yeah, on so forty they're... degree days, and he just has melted cocks in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah, they're not as funny anymore. But um, what are we talking about? Someone. Xander, we've got a man on the so inside. Xander, so yeah, he's so, so good at infiltrating. You don't even really remember him or notice him when he's there. <laughs> the perfect spot. No, that, that is very. We haven't very actually funny. sent him on a mission yet. We should try and um, send him on a secret mission and see if he can, you know, get something. He's just fact show. finding for now. Yeah. What's What's he going to find out? There's not much. I just, too much. I just feel like there's not that much information that I want to know. Uh, if it's It's mainly you guys just organizing how you're going to molest your fans in the park this what year. What is this? Stop using the M word. This is uh, the M word. This, <laughs> this is very rude. Um, <laughs> well, he has found out one thing. If we wanted to talk about your living situation, Frenchie, we could. You can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, what I do want to talk about is you, like obviously, I was going to ask you if you're going to do your Christmas party again this year. But do you reckon Christmas will be cancelled? Mm. Yeah. Because Easter was fucking fully cancelled. Like, it was just like, don't leave your house. The Easter Bunny's fucking idiot if he came around to your house. He's spreading the shit. Santa fucking must be... Also, we all know where he lives. It's like, dude, if you if you literally step through anyone's chimney this year, you're a fucking dog. <laughs> yeah, he could be spreading coronavirus. Is that For what you're sure. thinking? Yeah. yeah, because the Easter Bunny was. Because I feel like a few people posted on my... Uh, Instagram feed, like, oh, the Easter Bunny came. And I was like, he fucking better not have. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just think cr- he... Christmas is probably done, I reckon. Yeah, chocolate is not an essential service, bro. Like, they're, they're just, really, he's just handing out diabetes, the Easter Bunny. I don't know how that's essential. That's true. I don't know ha- why. Have you? How serious are you taking it uh, for yourself, Frenchie? You? For example, I uh, I just bought an N95 mask. I'm going to go, I'm going to wear it in the supermarket and gloves. I'm going all in on this. Is that just for fashion though? Because it looks good. No, nah, the N95 uh, does the actual job. That's the one they recommend. But I also made sure uh, that I got a cool-looking black one for style as well. That's what I find funny. Half the masks don't even work. Like if someone's wearing a mask, I could still <laughs> cough on them and give it to them. Like yeah, isn't it not about? That I would. Isn't it about if you cough? I thought it's mainly protecting others. Isn't that the purpose of a mask? Uh, the WHO and the CDC lied and said they first they said don't get them, then they said they don't work, and now they do work, and they're saying that, and they're teaching people how to make their own masks at home. So they definitely do work. Otherwise, no one would be wearing them. Are they the compulsory ones work. in California, aren't they? They're compulsory in some parts of th- America. Yeah, you know, in some parts you they out. made them compulsory, yeah. I don't even own one, so I don't know what I'm going to do if they become... Do you, have you read The Conspiracy, how China started it on purpose to destable the West? Yeah, well, I was reading that a lot of uh, Australia, actually, a few politicians have been raising this in Parliament and, and America as well, and UK especially, they want China to pay reparations for all the damage they caused by not taking it seriously and trying to cover it up because it's affected everyone's economy so badly that they want China to pay money. For what? For not taking it seriously. And who makes them? The UN. Are they uh, part I don't of know. the United I th- Nations? 
I don't yeah, I don't really know. I don't know that much about global politics, but I well, feel no. like even if everyone goes, hey, pay us money, China's going to go, um, sometimes we kill journalists for tweeting. We're not going to pay you anything, thanks. Yeah, we don't even have your fucking Google, bitch. What are you going to do? Yeah, no, they're fine. They're not going to pay nothing. No way. Um, so can we do uh, a segment that Frenchie actually helped kick off the ground of the show years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a segment called Celeb Spots. Now, Frenchie, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember? I think it was like, would have been a few years ago. We were sitting in Surrey Hills in a cafe and uh, eating. And then a very famous Australian actor wandered by. Was that Sam Neill? Sam Neill. He he walked past with his wife. And uh, the whole cafe went completely silent, right? And then Joseph, uh, another friend of mine from comedy, we were sitting there and Joseph goes, I think that's Sam Neill. And then I went silent. The rest of the cafe kind of realized and everyone just stared at him. And in the silence, Frenchie took it as an opportunity uh, to, re- <laughs> to make a memory. And uh, he just went... Oh, poor Sam. Watching Sam Neill hear him and ignore it and keep walking forward and not paying attention was very good. <laughs> That's, that is that's a funny thing because I think I've been subtle. I'm like, no, he didn't hear that. And then looking back, I'm like, yeah, I've got a loud voice. So he was in about, he was in a two meter radius of us. We were sitting down. I was staring that's at him, great. and you were just humming the theme song under your breath. Uh, but uh, so that was, I think that was one of the first celeb spots that we ever did in our show, and uh, we still do this segment. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for celeb spots. If you see a person, you. Doing some really weird shit You know the Lou Can Lewis show And I talk about it Now that is uh, a listener sent Fuck in yeah. opener uh, How good's I the beat? I love the stings boys I yeah. fucking love the stings I'm bad, no, I'm bad The beat's hard. good But the uh, the singing's very self-conscious in that one mm. At the end he's like well, cause That's because you're self-conscious when you see a celebrity I get it He's, he's <laughs> Yeah okay True, you're going to be true. like full confident. You're saying fucking Sam Neill, bro. You're going to be like... Oh. I don't know. Your, your, your humming was one of the most confident things I've ever seen around an A-lister. Yeah, but that, that's just because how many Facebook likes has he got, mate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got him. True. When Take you're a celeb yourself, you, you're more confident around other celebs. Yeah. Uh, yeah What's he got on TikTok? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many are you up to on TikTok? 200k, baby. How you guys oh, going? You're 10 times more than Lewis. That's yeah, embarrassing. I gave up on TikTok because I, I uploaded a bunch of stand-up clips and eight in a row just got deleted. I was like, man, this app isn't for me. I'm going to try again later. Bro, it's killer, eh? Really, you like, this one's going viral for sure. And then, nope, see ya. You're like, this isn't even bad compared to the other ones I've got. It's you're always like, yeah. the ones that you never think is going to go well. Like, I, I just hit 100 Okay, so I'm, I'm halfway yeah. behind you, Frenchie. But uh, it's just bizarre. Like, I pretty much only upload my stand-up, and it's never the bits that I think will go viral. It's always the shit bits that go big. Like what? Like what? Uh, the one that went big recently, it got like 600K, was... Uh, it's pretty funny, but it's so stupid. A, a girl in the audience goes, Oh, uh, I met my boyfriend on an app called Whisper. And I said, Oh, was he just like, Psst, hey... 
and like God, that was pretty much God, the man. joke and it was funny in the room and i was like yeah whatever silly i'll upload it and then that goes better than like material that i've worked on for three years which says a lot it's about always my the fucking case. material um, no, it's always the case bro People but, uh, just, i feel like sometimes society teams up just to fuck with us yeah. I think it's I think it's that social media thrives on genuine stuff and when it's a written bit it's it's really really good and it's really really funny but they can tell it's not like as in the moment as crowd work is crowd work is as real as it gets and and it's almost like being almost as funny as a bit with crowd work is almost more impressive because it's on the fly yeah. you haven't spent that year writing it yeah I think Being that's why. Saying that though, uh, Neil's stand-up is doing really well. He, They're super relatable though. He markets them really well though. Yeah, very. very he's good relatable. at he Neil especially is good at writing bits for social media. He's always yeah been for real that. for real like eh? yeah that period bit I see probably like once a month on my Facebook newsfeed Instagram I see it somewhere yeah. I saw it on TikTok the other day and but I guess that's like everyone has those bits that I always see your teacher bit going around Frenchie about like why he got fired and stuff. That's a killer bit. Like that's oh, been a yeah, killer bit for years. That on the talk. Yeah, bro. bro it's, it's funny. Like every year I can, people will just be like, what, you're a teacher? I'm like, how does everyone not know that by now? I'm sick of telling people. But I guess I get more and more bogan. So it gets more and more like. You amazing. definitely move further and further <laughs> away from the It just gets less believable every video you post. I mean. <laughs> every day I live, bro. I mean, not many, like, put it, put it this way, my year nine teacher uh, doesn't wear a Jar Jar Binks chain, you know, a Lego <laughs> Jar Jar, but I think that's why it's surprising. You go, I wonder why people think it's weird, and you're like, well, because you act like the student most of the time. The Remember, I think I was talking to you about it, Luke, when I was, um, I was like, why am I all my friends have mullets and look so bogan, and you're like, look at you. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like... I don't, but I don't do mullet specific bits, so I didn't get it. It's like people still look at you. Wait, wait, yeah, people people go, oh, that guy's like me and from my group. I'll I'll go support him. Yeah, you are like you, you get back what you put out, and you go like, oh man, my audience is like they're pretty bogan. That's so weird, right? And I'm like, well, uh, you, that's the thing. You look like a bogan, but you're not. I'm half because I don't do like I hate cars. That's the thing. But you're like a silly, but like you're, you, know, you just have the drinking of a bogan and that's about it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you have a nah, you know what French is? French is that guy in your friendship group when you were all 18, 19 who got the mullet as a joke and then loved the attention and was like, fuck, <laughs> I'm going to do this forever. Dude, that's how you got big on Facebook. I remember when I was in like year the nine and stuff. The mullet. You used to be like, oh, when I get to like 10,000 likes, I'll fucking do a bowl cut mullet. And then you used to follow through. They're like, oh, all right, when I get to 100,000, I'll wax my pubes. Like... <laughs> That's right, how right, you right. got big. What it was, 3,000 likes, I did the bowl cut mullet. That's not that's enough. Not enough, enough likes. And I was teaching at the time. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So that's, I rolled so in, I wore the hat. with the bowl cut Yeah, mullet? I rolled in, I wore a hat and a few of the students followed me. They're like, take off your hat, sir. I'm like, nah, you take off yours. You're the student. <laughs> so you were just like, so people were fully aware of what you were doing at the school. Yeah, man. Yeah. By the end of it, they were all the kids knew because the kids knew like a good month or two before the teachers did. Cause you know how blind teachers are there. They're not about yeah. that social media. So, so they're all going, sir, what's your next video? Do a Gabba. Cause I used to do all that, uh, 
that's what kids were. They loved the TNs and stuff, all that sort of memes. The stuff you'd know yeah. about, Lewis. Uh, back when I was yeah, teaching, yeah, so all about that. Eat Gabba and all that sort of shit. And I'm like, fuck, I'm too fucking... I can't gather, bro. <laughs> <I just laughs> that's like, so fucked. Yeah, that's funny, man. And then, um, isn't it I, isn't it funny how gabbering and the whole lad thing went from when you and I started being fucking ridiculed and then ignored, and right now it's very cool. What is yeah, gabbering cool. for all the people? Because I think the gabber is uh, is a place where they play footy in Brisbane. It's like <laughs> a it's like a strange lad dance. It's usually done at like. Stereo Sonic is I where I think I've seen your brother do it, Lewis, as a joke on Snapchat. Yeah, my brother would have done it. It's like, uh, it's like you Show stand said, up. Yeah, show us it. It's oh, like, can someone go doof doof? Give me a soundtrack. Doof 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 doof. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good, Lou. That was I good. Know that. Yeah. That, Dude, it's, like, that. it's like stomping and also being a train. Yeah, right. See, <laughs> stomping and being a train. <laughs> <laughs> but all, all not that shit's train, like, bro. Good stomp, not enough train. I know it's it's, <laughs> it's like two separate dances that aren't dances on their own combined. That's the first yeah. time I've ever seen you dance. I'll be honest. I've seen Frenchie dance. You know dance. what? I absolutely nailed it. F- Frenchie's more of like a he, he's like he's he's a kind of a meme dancer. Like he'll be on the dance floor, just general, like you know, not yeah. wanting to be a shit vibe, and then he'll occasionally throw in some shit stuff, and then go back to just like chilling, and then throw in some more shit stuff, and then go back to chilling. That's kind of what I do as well. Like, yeah, you know surely you're we, similar. Surely yeah, yeah. You're oh, similar. we've we've been yeah. on a dance floor together. I think that one. Yeah, Frenchie and I are pretty lethal on a dance floor. Uh, I wouldn't go near us because if you. We're the type of guys that will start a dance circle around you and start a battle, for sure. But, uh, but also have zero skill, starting it knowing they are going to be at the bottom tier of dancing, but just them, doing yes. it for a laugh. Yes. At, um, at every 18th uh, I ever went to, and this was before I drank alcohol, because I didn't drink till the schoolies. So this was during year 12. I was completely sober. And I, Frenchie's just, I've never seen you judge me more. You're like, you didn't drink underage. Well, I know Lewis didn't, but I didn't know you didn't either. No, I didn't drink underage. So then I used to have this dance move that me and my mate used to do. We used to do a joint handstand worm where we would handstand back to back and then go out into a worm like that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, so that was it. kind of our party trick. So, like, it would get to the end of the dance battle and I'd be like, say yeah. if I was, like, just losing, you know, someone was fucking crushing it. By the way, that was rare because I was pretty... used to smash them mm-hmm. early but because uh, I could shuffle, but that's another thing. Um, so, like, I used to, like, call my mate. I used to be like, Dean. And then he used to run in with the assist, do the handstand, obviously yeah. kill it, and then uh, the other person used to give up. Yeah, I don't think I ever it. lost a dance battle. You need a finisher. That's why I used to do the slug in the, in the dance battles. Have you ever done the slug at a club? Right, I used to only do it at clubs. I used to like, (laughs) I used to get proper fucked up and then I'd I'd do it at the club. And if I was wearing a white shirt, obviously it would get. So if you don't know, it's like kind of like the worm, but you lie completely flat on your face, like you're doing a plank, but then you sort of uh, get up using your your forehead as a pivot, um, get Mm -hmm. up onto your knees, Mm -hmm. and you push yourself forward, like. Kind of like, a, I guess, a caterpillar. Cycle. And no arms, I think, is the key to no that. No arms, that's the key. you got to rest. You, you, all your weight's got to be on your head, so you get yeah. all these mad grazes. And I only used to do it at clubs because that was when my mate taught me. I used to see my mate do it when he was fucked up. I'm like, you got to teach me that. 
and he told it's me it's pretty much the worst thing that you could ever do on the floor of a nightclub that's fucked dude most people would see their drunk friend uh with grazers like smushing their face on the floor and go i'm gonna aspire to never be that but you were like i want to learn everything bro i had this wild one so usually it like ruined me obviously with the ladies um but the ladies <laughs> I had this wild one in, um, it was in Uruguay, fucking randomly. I'm at a club there. Yeah. It's like a dance circle with like people from the hostels, a lot of uh, those Brazilian girls there and stuff. Great. So I'm fucking, I'm losing to some dude and then I'm, I did the slug and I fucking smashed it. Everyone went nuts. I went out to this chick, I go, you see my dance move? She goes, it looks very dangerous. And I was like, yeah, I did it to impress you. And I just started making out, but I swear. That's uh, that's incredible. Bro, Brazilians love to make out, even from that. It was like so good. She she must have just been like, oh, Australians, that's what they do. <laughs> it's part that's of their good. culture. That is something She's about traveling is that because Australians, we don't we don't exactly have a set culture like other cultures. We can just make up whatever our culture is in the moment to yeah. anyone else. That's yeah, our culture is whatever will impress you the most in the yeah. moment. Yeah, For that's sure. what it is. But that almost is our culture. Like, yes, we're making yeah. it up, but our culture is to just attention-seeking. Piss. Piss-taking and attention-seeking overseas is part of our culture. Yeah. That's why you go overseas to feel like a minor celebrity, really. Yeah. Now, speaking of celebrities, we started this segment ages yes, ago. Let's go. I need to know who you saw. <laughs> Who'd you see? We're, we're going to have to play the intro again. We went way off it. If you seen a person you Lewis Gabba, Gabba. Doing some really weird shit. You know the camera show. That was good. All right, so this uh, one comes in from uh, Sammy. He said on the email, by the way, you can email the show anytime. Luke and Lewis5 at gmail.com. He said, G'dad, boys. So he spelled G'day wrong, but maybe he meant G'dad. G'dad, boys. G'dad, everyone. G'dad, everyone. G'dad. Uh, G'day, Sammy. Thought you would like to hear that I spotted Dr. Harry off the Channel oh. 7 classic Better Homes and Gardens or the now-cancelled Harry's Practice, which is what now streaming. Spot. He included, which is now streaming on 7 Plus. <laughs> Who the no fuck shit, knows I'll that? actually watch that. I used to love Harry's Practice. Yeah, he was it, like, I saw him on TV. I was like, I want, I want that job. Are you familiar and I didn't with, make it. Are you familiar with Dr. Harry's work, Frenchie? Do you think he should be called a doctor? He's a vet. Absolutely. Show some respect. But, but no, is but a like, vet's shouldn't doctors? there be a different name for a... Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, Don't you need a doctorate to become a vet? Maybe. No, it's a different... It's a fairly different sort of medicine, I believe. Maybe uh, it's like yeah, a but stage you can name. Become, you can get a doctorate in literature and be a doctor. And you shouldn't be, should you? It should be a different yeah. word. No, it's a doctorate. You know, you probably doctorate, you've probably got a doctorate in slugging. Yeah. Dr. Frenchie. Okay, okay, I'm coming back on board. Back on board. <laughs> uh, he said, I saw Dr. Harry at the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers Parade. I consider wow. this is a, a particularly spectacular spot as he was in fucking Toowoomba. However, he was the headline guest of that year's uh, festival. So it's not that wow. much of a spot. He was booked to so be at the event. you went to his show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not... I think that's good for a few reasons. One, <laughs> I love Dr. Harry. I'm very biased. Yeah. Two. But that's like saying, he, oh, I saw Frenchie at the comedy festival. What a good celeb spot. You know? I saw no, Post Malone at his own show. 
No, that would be like seeing Frenchie at the Toowoomba Flower Festival. If you would never booked. expect him to be there. Like yeah, Dr. Harry, what was he doing? Performing? He's not Just a Dr. checking Flowers, out your dog? Maybe. That's right. I don't know. I would say that's like, that, it's, not, it's a good celeb spot on location. Like Toowoomba, he probably doesn't live yeah. there. No one does. Uh, well, some people do, unfortunately. Clearly, Sammy. Um, yeah, but a lot of them aren't human, so. Well, yeah, animals live there. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Dr. Harry was there. Maybe they don't have a real doctor, so they got a vet to check everyone all at once. <laughs> yeah, what's this lump, Dr. Harry? <laughs> oh, fuck, that's brutal. Um, this one, uh, oh, this, uh, this one came in from, um, from Shannon. Uh, hey, boys, just sounding off with a celeb spot. In 2014, mm-hmm. I went to the netball at Hisense Arena. Uh, he said, pretty sure the name's changed, but whatever. I think it has. Who cares? And I saw Matt Preston in a suit. Are you ready? Yeah. Without a cravat. Oh, that that's is rare. incredible. That's, that's a very rare spot. 2014. Uh, yes, that would have been peak MasterChef fame as well. Yeah. <laughs> so that's even more impressive. Yo, that's like... But you don't have much going on in your life if you still remember that six years later. Oh, no, I think we asked people because of isolation, there wouldn't be any current oh, celeb spots. We asked, okay, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I think we asked people to search. Yeah, we, we told people to uh, search the archives. I was these more, say. yeah, archive celeb spots. Because yeah, uh, otherwise, go, go, go. the only chance you would ever spot a celeb is like Ben Cousins breaking into your house to steal a TV or something. <laughs> but uh, I spotted the... an NRL player <laughs> <laughs> at the but, school. <laughs> uh, Shannon said his mum said he would have been there with his daughters, but I only saw him uh, by himself. So perhaps he just loves netball. That's a bit of a Matt Preston scoop. You, you know why that's a good spot? Because that's you would never expect to see Matt Preston or anyone at a netball game ever. True. It's not a good spectator sport. It's a terrible sport, full stop. It's too much sharing in it. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much organization in netball. Right. You can't even, do you know you can't you even run s- in uh, most of the court? You only get like half the court. Yeah, I used yeah. to be a wing attack back in the day, like in primary school. I used to play mixed netball and. I used to get bothered that I, I used to forget where I could go. And I was yeah. like, dude, I'm in the court still. It's not like I fucked off to the car park. Like, I'm allowed here. But Would you say it's not. almost like a quarantine lockdown themed game? You can only go in your little area. There's only like two other yeah. people in that area. I think it's very... True. It's a social distancing game. Mm, it is. Yeah, you have to stay a meter away from him. You can't mm. touch him. That and That's false true. Two great can't games. Can't cough on him, can't finger him. True. Yeah, and, and if you play them over the age of 18, you'll have no friends. So that's very socially distant. That's true. The same as Foursquare yeah, as well. Fair. Did you see Kevin Four- Rund yeah. uh, uploaded a instructional video of how to play handball in your garage He's during isolation? Man. What a legend. Can we play it right now, please? Oh, you haven't seen it? Uh, you can do share screen. Uh, who's your producer? Get it going. Yeah, I'll get it ready. Yeah, we need to react to it. It's on his Facebook. Uh, that's good. But Akil is slacking off again. He should have all these things ready to yeah, go as we bring him up. Yeah, What are you doing, son? What are you doing? Keelan, would you he like me to do one off. more celeb spot while we're waiting? Yeah, while we're waiting and I get it up. Right, so as long as people know that uh, I cannot stress By this always enough. always waiting for Keelan to get yeah, it up. I'm swear. doing this because you're incompetent, right? This isn't because I want to bring this celeb spot to the show. It's just because <laughs> I'm making up for, you know, I'm cleaning up your uh, mess. G'day, Ruben boys. Ruben last episode today. It's Keelan. Yeah. This one's from Lachlan. 
He said, uh, this one's not a celeb spot of mine, but a mate of mine ran into Usain Bolt at his local Coles. Uh, he was filming a product with his face on it on the shelf for his Instagram story, zooming in and out of it saying, who's this guy? Who's this guy? So he was like filming a Gatorade bottle of himself. <laughs> That's what we do when That's we right. see our posters around the city. <laughs> yeah. He's doing it at a Coles in Australia. Right. You all got an Olympic gold medal at some point. <laughs> he said, and then he swung the camera around to a prepubescent high school kid and says one more time in an incredibly surprised tone, who's this guy, huh? Uh, and then he said, he attached a picture as well so we can all visualize it uh, for proof. He did get a picture of Usain Bolt. That's good. Uh, That's at a Coles. sick. Was that when he was playing for Central Coast? The soccer, Newcastle, where he played ball. Oh, true. He did. Is he living in Australia, Usain? He I was for a little is. bit. He was right. playing with the idea of joining some sports team, I think. Oh, a bit oh, of an inside scoop on Usain Bolt. Mm. Um, one of our, our friends, her friend, slept with him and apparently very bad route. What, really? too big a dick? Just lazy. Too fast, bro. 9.3 seconds or whatever. He fucks mm. like he runs. Just like... Yeah. like mm. Dude, did you First see the, the, the social distancing photo he posted? It was so good. It was fucking arrogant as. He posted a picture of him three metres ahead of everyone else in the race and oh, said social distancing. <laughs> what a king. That is what a hilarious. King. He's like, bro, he used weird. to watch himself on the big screen when he was running. He was so far ahead, he'd look up at the screen at the stadium and just yeah. be like, fuck yeah, I'm killing it. That explains that why amazing. he was filming himself on a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> he fucking what doesn't mind himself. Right, he's done well for such a... Like, that's another shit sport, running. Yes! All right, we've got this oh, video up. Go. It's called hey, Former PM was... Kevin Rudd's Handball Update. And it has... <laughs> this is great. Oh, you found <laughs> another version, but the original version had like... Oh, we got a message as well. What does that say? Oh, well, get that's, rid of it. That's Daily Tally. Did, uh, did he do it on his own page? Yeah, the one I saw had like 15,000 uh, likes and it went for way longer. This one only goes for a, a minute. But that's classic Keelan not doing his job correctly. Look for it. I did actually look for it. How have you not liked his page, bro? Show some respect. Show some fun. Thank you. Fucking hell. Go videos. Stop. <laughs> Go videos. Oh, sorry. No, I just scrolled. It's like the next one. All right. Jesus. <laughs> it's the first one. Yeah, there it is. Liked oh, by bro, Luke Kidgel, obviously. Yes. Okay, guys, here we are. My son, Marcus. Are- <laughs> That's his son. Hey, Marcus. Get out of the frame, Marcus. Dude, can we? Can you pause it, Kellen? His son, Kevin Rudd's what? son, is wearing a 7-Eleven singlet, like a promotional 7-Eleven team. Holy wow. fuck, That's his great. son is a vibe, bro. <laughs> He's got the same forehead. He's got such a Rudd forehead. It runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, that is a Ruddy-shaped head. <laughs> All right, press play. My son, who has failed to adapt to the sport as I would have expected. <laughs> so they've put out tape in the garage and uh, oh. they've kind of made their own DIY court. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, Kevin sick. Rudd's like got really good agility. He's for someone French. He's terrible in this game. He is terrible. No, nah, but for like someone like your age, Frenchie, he's pretty good. He's. <laughs> 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 Bottom line is this, in this time of the coronavirus crisis, 
when we're in social isolation and lockdown. It's the perfect opportunity to hone our handball skills. He's dead right. Every time you're feeling as if there's nothing else to do. He looks like the kid from Stuart Little. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Yeah. Dylan loves an obscure joke about animated film. Oi, Lewis, put on your glasses. Do you have them with you? No, I don't. Dude, Lewis's new glasses, he kind of looks like the kid from Stuart Little as well. Oh, he has these sick, like clear sick. new round glasses. Look, I'm going to be honest. They are my girl's glasses. They're not, they're not for my face at all. I look like an idiot sure. when I wear them. Oh, did you just sure, wear them for the not. entire episode for no reason? Yes. Ah. No, I, they were, um, they're blue light blocking glasses. So I was blocking out the blue light, bro, just like Ruben. Right. No, it really helps if you look at screens all day. I have oh, blue geez, light this is blocker on my glasses. No, nah, there'll be someone else with a blue light going, wow, this is mildly interesting. Yeah. Mm. How right. many lights are blue? All no, of the, I don't know, apparently screens. if you block the blue light from screens, it makes your eyes have less fatigue if you're looking at screens all day. Computers and phones fuck up your eyes over time. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, this generation is literally going to be uh, blind. Man, I think so. My my screen time, I got a notification on my phone. It goes, your screen time is up 40% this week just because I've been at home doing nothing. Mine was weirdly down because because um, I only listen to sport podcasts and there's no sport happening, so I've got no podcast listening, so my screen time's down. You are really into sport for someone who doesn't participate in it at all. Bro, I do participate in it. I'm fucking... Uh, don't even uh, get me started. You want to go? Actually, What's you know sport? what? Blade? You want a blade, son? Yeah, you know Frenchie what? Was it, wasn't Frenchie in the Olympics in 1890? In the audience, not competing. He was in the Greek ones. Steve Monaghetti. How was Steve Monaghetti? <laughs> you know, Dude, he used to, you know, I used to run with him because I used to do athletics. And then when he retired, he used to run in my local competition. No way. That's, yeah. he's, a, he's a vibe. I used to like his name. Um, no, I do. I, I used to play a lot of sports, but only team sports. And I was never that good. But You know, um, one I day I was uh, staying at Frenchie's and then we were like, oh, what should we do today? And like, this is like a Wednesday and it really highlighted to me that I have the best job in the world. Like, we were, he was like, oh, let's go shoot some hoops. It was like 11 a.m. There was people like on their morning break in suits and we were just <laughs> walking down like the middle of like the city just to like the local courts and like shooting, bouncing b- balls off the courts and stuff. We just went and played basketball for two hours. I've never done that before. Just went to shoot hoops. <laughs> We're both, what do you do during the day? Uh, shoot like, hoops. All this life. I don't know. I just do videos and yeah. uh, edits TikToks. TikTok, edits baby. TikToks, yeah. That, what, I, what have you been filling your days with, Frenchie? Because you are an outside person. I've been kind of sweet. I get a little bit bored, but I don't want to go outside too much because I have no outdoor hobbies. What have you been doing? Well, well I was explaining, like, I was talking to, to Tom about this. The problem, I think you guys will be the same, is that we plan our years around Melbourne. Yeah. So we know before Melbourne we've got to get our videos done, get some hype going, write our show. We know we're going to be doing shows for 23 nights, so that's going to be our fun time. So we sort of, I've got all my, I'm sick of fucking being by myself, doing nothing. I know I'm about to fucking launch for a month. Then you can't launch for a month. And um, so I've been fucking Because the festival would still be happening right now if 
if the if it wasn't cancelled. So not a yeah, we're all after. I'm supposed spot. to go to UK and shit like that. Uh, New Zealand. Yo, did you watch uh, Louis CK special? Yeah, how so good was good. it? Cool man, it, it was, was so cool. Fucking real good. I liked how he didn't give a fuck about uh, mm-hmm. the the stuff. He's just like. Uh, well, I think like the the one thing I said to Lewis, we did talk about on the podcast, but the one thing I just thought was the only thing I, I thought he should have done differently was he should have just done it at the start. He should have addressed yeah, it first thing, yeah, uh, waited till the end. But when he did address it, it was fucking great. Yeah, I agree. Cause I was waiting the whole time. Like, are you really not going to talk about this kind of yeah. Like- yeah. I feel like it just would have put everyone at ease if you had have done it first. But but it's kind of like, a, you know, for my last year's show, Turn It Up, I had uh, a lot of people came because they wanted me to talk about the guy through the glass of me in, in, in Rockhampton. Yeah. And I used to talk about it near the start. And then um, people, like, they didn't get rowdy afterwards, but they're like, oh, that's what we came for. But when well, I left it yeah. at the end, they were sort of on edge. They're like, yes, he talks. he's going to talk about it. They got fucking G'd. And yeah. then they're like... It felt like but a natural that's, close. That's dude. a little bit different though, because like, I feel like he yours wasn't like a scandal where you were in yeah. the wrong. You didn't have to address anything publicly. Like you were like, yeah. everyone just wanted to hear you talked about a fuck thing that happened to you. Yeah, I suppose um, that's ever... a bit different. Like you were not the villain in that viral thing, yeah. whereas he was. I suppose. I feel like if he had got out of the way, it just would have put everyone at ease. Like, all right, he's addressed it. Now we can just have a good night, and you know. No, no, really enjoy because I, I was thinking about it. Like I think everyone was the whole time. I was like, "Oh man, he's just not going to talk about it." I think he, it was weird because he mentioned it for like a one minute near the start and then moved on. And and I was th- mm. sitting there going, "Surely that's not it. That's crazy if that's the only thing he says." That's what I was like. I respect him so much more than Aziz and Zari. Who Aziz and Zari didn't do anything wrong. If you look up the story, he no, he like, didn't. That was just a shit day. And he spent 20 minutes apologizing, saying, I'm a better person, blah, 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 like just yeah. fully pandering to the, to really the left and the, the outrage people. But and wasn't he, um, Louis CK's like, yo, come on, like, but I've I feel like Aziz was, Aziz was like, to talk about that. Aziz was talking about what he learned from it, uh, which, like, you know, I think he was more talking about what he learned from, he didn't spend 20 minutes talking about what he learned from their date. He think he spent a lot of the time talking about what he learnt from reacting to public outrage as well. He talked a little bit about mm-hmm. the response and that people were hating him for no reason and stuff from memory. I haven't watched that special in ages. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. For... I just remember I'm like, but I remember you... enjoying that special a lot. Yeah, it was nice. It was, it was a nice special. I think the best one lately. My favorite's been Chappelle's, but that is fucking yeah, really enjoying Chappelle. I think my favorite. Are you guys are you guys is... excited for Nanette too? That is not happening, is it? It's called Douglas, but she just announced, Hannah Gadsby just announced yesterday that her new special's coming out in a few weeks, I believe. Did she say Nanette was her last one? And then she's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to make money if I do Yeah, the one. point was that she Oh, was... she definitely should not have quit. Could you imagine how much fucking money she'll be printing just from this, the second deal alone? Fuck all the touring yeah. she did. But, but that's what's so funny is like, it's just so much. Like I haven't seen it. I'm not going to watch it, but I'm. I've heard it's a. It's a great art form. It's a really like powerful piece. And what makes it cooler and more, like, is a, that's the last one. It's like, yo, this is the only thing I'm doing. I'm done. Yeah. Whatever. You're right. It kind like, of does not ruin it, but it definitely like makes it seem like. It dilutes the message of it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, because it's I, just like, it seems genuine because I guess it was a lie or it was like she, she went back on her word for one thing. 
So it makes is I actually did I actually quite enjoyed Nanette. My girl watched it live and then it became a special like almost a year after Jazz saw it and and she was bugging me to go see it but it was sold out everywhere. So then I was interested to watch it and I actually quite enjoyed it. It was not funny. There were funny moments in it, but it wasn't funny. It, and I, and yeah. I don't think it was particularly supposed to be funny either. No, exactly. And, and just... I think that the outrage came from the media trying to turn Nanette into a weapon of like, mm. yeah, this is what comedy should be. And everyone was like, well, this was a great little art piece, but it's definitely not what stand-up should be. I think that's why a lot of comedians trashed it on podcasts and stuff in America yeah. is because... It isn't a good reflection. If you watch that and you've never seen comedy before, it's not yeah. a good reflection on what most of us would call being a comedian yeah, and doing definitely. comedy. I think that's what made a lot of people angry is like, well, it's not comedy, but it's like, I don't think she was really trying to do that. She didn't, yeah. she, before it came out, she didn't really say anything, which I thought was great. But I think that she herself got sucked into the media narrative and started to go along with it because obviously that shit feels great when the media's on your side. And I think she went along with it and she also kind of pushed that narrative a little bit, which which I think is a bit of a misstep. What I think would be fucking awesome, and I don't think this is what's going to happen. I'll tell you what I, what she should do. If, if Douglas is like the funniest, most raw stand-up that she could write, how Some fucking sick shit, would yeah. that be? If she did Nanette yeah. and then everyone was like, you're not funny, you suck, and then she came out with like this fucking raw shit. Because she is funny. Like a lot she of Americans like, she sucks, hell, but yeah. she's been famous for fucking years. She's definitely a very good stand-up. Like I've seen her. I, I just don't think um, she will do that. She's going to... No, it, she won't. I think it would just keep pandering to the existing audience of trying I to... I think that it will be Nanette too. She's yeah. gonna get paid, yeah, for sure. And that's, but that's what it is. It's like, okay, so she is funny, as you said. I think she started off like an Adam Hill's show. She was like the comic relief and stuff like that. Like she's done. Yeah, a she lot was of, used to be on Spicks and Specs back in the day. She's done. Yeah, yeah, she's done fun. the grind. Like, she, like she hit like the peak in Australia in terms of mainstream media success, which is you know what, being able what to it pay is, your is rent. Like, yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking Australia. But it's kind of like Anchorman. So like Anchorman should have been a one-off. Yes. And then they're like, wait a minute, we can make more money if we do an Anchorman 2. It's like, yeah, but you've covered everything in Anchorman 1 and it's it's moved on. So if she does it exactly like a, a, a sequel... I don't think it'll be. Well, that's that's why I thought Nanette was so was so was good was because it took all of these terrible traumatic things that happened to her and she turned it into this piece. So unless all of uh, uh, the worst shit imaginable has happened to her since Nanette, like even worse things. If she tries to do the you same can't thing, top it. Well, you yeah, can't top it. You shouldn't what want to either. About. No, no, that's the thing. It's not a thing you want to top and uh, mm. you, she shouldn't try to. I think Lewis is right. She should just do a really funny hour, but to prove that she's a great comedian because she probably is. But I've honestly never seen her do much stand up. I've never gone back and watched her old set. So I honestly, that's all I ever watched of her, really. Uh, so that's, and that's, I feel like that's a lot of people. That's people's first and only impression of her. And I think she should go out there and change it. Who's, who's your top three favorite stand ups? Um, like comedians or specials? Ooh. Because like in the room, I have different, like I've seen comedians live, then I've watched their specials and I've been like, eh. 
Yeah, specials are so like, like my, Rick, Ricky my Gervais's top. Humanity is my favorite special, I think. Mm. That's a banger. And I really like a lot of Bill Burr specials. And, Bro, but I like love Bill Burr. Jim Jeffries in the room, though. Lewis and I have seen him twice. Yeah. And he's fucking, you've seen him. You've opened for him, haven't you? Bro, Jim Jeffries tears the fucking room down, bro. Yeah. He's I've never seen great, anything mate. like Jim Jeffries in a room. He did an bro, arena he- and he made it feel like a club. Right, Andrew Schultz too. He fucking slays. Yeah. Andrew Schultz was very probably good. top three I've seen like live in the room. It was yeah, like Schultz is a freak. Theo Vaughn in the room as well was fucking Bruh, great. Theo, man. Theo Vaughn like had me knee slapping. Like I was hurt, like hunched <laughs> over <laughs> laughing. Like he was like it was so silly. Like Andrew Schultz makes you think. Think sometimes Jim Jeffries makes you think, but then they're also like uh, really silly as well. But Theo Vaughn was just. The dumbest shit for an hour, and it was fucking great. Yeah. You didn't have to think at all. You were just like, this is great storytelling. And Chris D'Elia in the room at the comedy store in LA was the person I've never seen a person crush a room like he did. Do you think his mm. special is going to be good? It's coming out, it's coming tonight, out today. I it, it'll be out today by the time this podcast yeah. is out. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm, always. I'm a massive fan of his, but I... Uh, his, He's. yeah, He's. Um, yeah. But so I, it's uh, a running issue on our show, Frenchie, that you've just a, discovered. It's really He's. He's. Yeah. and I He's. and I'm making no effort to change, which is good to know if you're an avid listener of this uh, podcast. Uh, it's a massive character flaw. Anyway, I am a massive fan of his, and yep. there we go. I uh, just think in the room, he's one of those comedians, man. I feel like. A little bit about my stand-up is I'm a lot better live than watching my videos online. Cause, and I feel like yeah, you're like normal. that. Every I feel like Frenchie's like right. that as well. Because Frenchie's like, man, I opened for you late last year on some of your regional shows. And, dude, those shows were fucking hot. Like you and Shepparton, Ballarat. Yeah. Like your crowd work is next level. And all these people like, who my mate's like, oh, yeah, I saw your show already in Melbourne. Like I was like, dude, it's like got not the same because like Melbourne, you got to do your forty-five minutes of material. You were doing like yeah. an hour yeah. twenty in Shepparton, and they're like thirty. Yeah, what minutes was of crowd the one? Work. What was the one where you slayed the crowd work, and I was popping around? Because you know when the opener's so good, you're popping your head around the, the curtain trying to watch. So oh, you're yeah. going yeah. at this doing the you're going at this doing the crowd, and um, next minute you've been going for twenty-one minutes. I'm oh like, yeah, that was in Shepparton. That that's, was my bad. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. a little long. And I was yeah. like, Frenchie's like I, on I the side get of the stage. He's texting the room's hot. He's texting me going, fucking get off. And I was like, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Luke just, because he, he just started going so well, he's like, nah, this yeah. is my show now. <laughs> I just forgot where I was for a bit. You know when yeah, you get talking to people good. in the crowd and you lose track of time? Because you know how long mm. your bits go for, but then you don't yeah. you forget how long crab works. But you got some really uh, nice stuff out of him. It was, a, it was a, I think it was that fat dude in the front that no one was sitting near. He had his arms over. You got yeah, there was this one guy who was sitting next to his like yeah. two straight dude friends, this real country guy, feet up on the seat in front, and he had his arms around his two mates. And he was just, just his mates watching the whole show like that. And I was like, you guys like a threesome? And he's like, nah. And like his mates were just totally cool with it. I was like, I would hate watching a show having my mate's hand on my shoulder. That's really time. getting dominated, isn't it? That's really that's like alpha. I'm the fucking that's alpha, alpha of that's alpha energy, it bro. Was I an love alpha that. Move. But yeah, to answer the question, that's how we I f- normally record the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, yeah. 
Yeah, Chris D'Elia is one of those comedians where, like, in the room, fucking hot, and his special's also great. I just, it's not, it's not him. It's just you don't get that same energy. Mm. That's a lot of comedy specials, and I feel it like it is interesting you're the same with, a, with, that. with a special. You lose half your powers when it's filmed. You don't have any of the energy in the room. No one's paid money to be there. No one's spent their week planning how they're going to get there. You lose half of that that atmosphere. Yeah, the, well, the best. Us- yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. I think um, like like Neil's specials are really good because he's so structured and his bits all so well written, as yeah. opposed to me and maybe maybe you guys too. His mind's a bit rough. Our mind's a bit. Uh, That's what I was known. about to say. Is like we're not word perfect. Mm. So, yeah, like, word perfect exactly. Uh, often, like the specials that I think come across great is like Bill Burr and stuff. Is they're not physical comedians. Like it's just whatever mm, he true. says. Like his attitudes can still come yeah. through in a special. But Chris D'Elia and like who's another comedian? Like some are very physical in their movements. And when you're in the room and you're watching them act out this thing, it's like the there's a yeah, different true. energy around the whole act. But you're right, Neil, very written. As uh, he, he's a very good writer. And uh, I just think, yeah, better writers come across better online. Bro, do, do you guys get out of Melbourne like when um, when people come like twice and, and, and I'm like, yeah. you see me in the front row or whatever, like, yeah, I'm like, you know, it's the same show. They're like, I know. I'm like, okay. And then the second night's heaps worse than the first time they saw it. And yeah. now you feel bad for them. Like, oh. But that's <laughs> just like, like, that does happen. But they're there because they're just comedy fans though at that point. Yeah. I've done that. I, 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 saw a, I saw a show and I absolutely fucking loved it. And I went back the next night and I enjoyed, even though I knew where it was going, like I, I, didn't, I didn't laugh as much, but I enjoyed it as much just in a different way, I suppose. You can analyze it a bit more. You're like, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what is really cool is if you do really like a comedian is in Melbourne, if you see them at the start of their run, see them first week and then True. see them again right at the end, the show will be so much tighter and better. I think that if you really like someone, it's worth seeing them twice at the start and then at the end. No, that's a real good point, Lou. That is a really good point. I was actually going to use Melbourne to sort of write my show because I have these rough rough bits written i did two trial shows like yeah i'll just write it through melbourne 20 in a row now i can't do that and now i've got to whenever lockdown finishes i've got to go on tour with a show that's not ready so, so have you guys been writing in like isolation have you been no. i haven't i haven't done much at i all. haven't at all i've i'm actually going i'm actually going a little bit crazy I, I was like oh why the fuck do i feel weird the last week i've just felt weird and i realize it's because i haven't done stand-up so my brain's like you're being lazy you're not working but like you can't. Yeah, it's I'm very, just like it's doing very videos. Well, I can't it. get yeah. the motivation because we don't know when it's going to end. Like if I knew it was going to be a month, I get something ready. But if I write something good and then like society moves on, I can't do it for seven months. It might not be a good bit anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like that's why I'm just focusing on videos at the moment. I think really that's the real opportunity. Uh, I'm really enjoying doing the Thompsons. You know that Aussie family I do. Dude, they're so yeah, funny. Yeah, it's good. The grandpa uh, really, character is amazing. Right, it's just a nice, it just sort of evolves into a nice little thing. I actually really like. It's like a full cause... sitcom now. There's cliffhangers. I'm, yeah, I'm in. Bro. I'm yeah, fucking in for good. the long haul. Whenever like you release a new one, Meg and I are like, oh, new Thompsons, sit down, fucking watch. I treat that's... it like a TV show now. <laughs> that's what I find that funny is like is it's probably the same about like podcasts, I guess, and, and it's one of those ones that you know you're not going to get new fans in on it, but the ones who are around it will enjoy it so much more. Like time I think it's funny like, that yeah. you've created a better TV show than 90% of Australian For TV shows. Yeah, and it's right, just yeah. you wearing wigs and running around your house. <laughs> Dude, 
Aussie TV is fucking dire. I don't know what the fuck ABC are doing. I'll give a pass to the commercial networks, but whatever the fuck ABC comedy is doing is insane. Top, top five worst shows on TV. What do you think? Australian TV. Oh, it had just... Uh, what was Watch that, what was that sketch show there. that Neil did? Oh, Pooch, that was bad. Perfect. Have you not seen that? Huh? Oh, yeah, Pitch Pooch Perfect, perfect. terrible. Oh, terrible. I haven't seen dog, dog grooming show hosted by Rebel Wilson. Oh, yeah, oh, horrible. Anything with Rebel Wilson in it, very, right. very bad. Someone needs oh, to tell executives does... that she is not famous here. <laughs> I don't think uh, Rebel Wilson knows how to say no. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't yeah. really know if, that if you were Rebel Wilson, would you be saying no or would you be taking it while you can? Would I be doing, hosting a dog grooming show after being in Pitch Perfect 1, 2 and 3? No, I wouldn't be hosting a dog grooming show on Channel 7. No, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm sorry Amy. I don't need to do that shit. <laughs> I yeah, honestly would picture you doing a pretty good job at hosting that show. Like, guys, today we're down here with a Labradoodle and a Border Collie. <laughs> Now, every episode would be French. You go on, all right, uh, we've got a Jack Russell here. And today, like all of the other previous episodes, I'm going to give him a mullet. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> but again, better show. That would be a good show. That um, would be good. I would watch Logan that. Logan dogs or whatever you can call it. Before we move on, what were your favorite comedian slash specials? Oh, uh, bro. I, I just like... Um, yeah, I really like Chappelle's when he dropped it because it was so edgy. It was like, oh, yeah. yeah. You're just watching it going, people are going to hate this. I think he changed the course a little bit. He just, he just, he, he did, didn't change man. it completely. He just gave it a little nudge. Bro, it, it's just something so, it's amazing. Like a lot of comedians try to pull it off, but they don't really. But he got up there and he's just, I don't give a fuck. And he didn't even need to say that. He, he did, though, yeah. but he did. He's just like, cancel me, don't cancel me. This is what I'm going to say. And I don't give a fuck what you think and then yeah and that's like that's just some alpha shit you know what i mean not it's powerful louis ck still cares everyone else still cares chappelle is the only one i actually vibe that like he doesn't this is just he's <laughs> 300 million dollars in the bank will do that bro he's next level as a as a comedian he's crazy um but yeah i think there's a lot of there's a lot of really good it's pretty and not saying it's I'm not taking away from anything but lewis is correct it's pretty easy to be alpha and have that attitude when your retirement, when you don't have to worry about your retirement plan. You know what I mean? Like when you, if you get canceled, you can get successfully canceled. Cause Dave already lost it all. Yeah, he but- gave up the sketch show and Dave up Chappelle show and then came back and, and made what, what is maybe more money. His rock bottom have. is living in a mansion. Like if, I, if we no, no, get canceled, but- our rock bottoms fucking grim. Yeah. But here's the thing is that most people as big as him are still tied to a network. They're still tied to some sort of, he's really that independent because that's, that's the sort of the persona. I I truly think Ricky Gervais doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Ricky, he doesn't give a fuck, man. Like he, he's so rich at this point. His specials are loose and his golden Globes speeches that he does when he just sits there. Like he's the last one he did at the golden Globes was fucking outrageous. It was great. I don't think he gives a fuck. Yeah, he built his brand on those. Honestly, half on those Golden Globe speeches. It was very clever. Yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. super smart. For for me, I'm really into Bill Burr. I love Jim Jeffries. And I love Lena and Woodley is is my third. (laughs) That's such an outlier. It really is. But but if you watch my comedy, you can see 
those influences in them. I love fuck stuff. I love ranty stuff and I love physical humor. I think physical silly stuff. And I think combining dark stuff with physical and silly is the funniest shit ever. Like my favorite bit of yours, Frenchie was that, that frozen dude, the frozen fucking the girl watching frozen. I saw that live and I cried for like, it's like 10 minutes or some shit. Yeah, bro. I've that seen was... Lewis watch that bit before online and he sits there and just howls at you fingering it's, your own it's... asshole in front of a theater of people. <laughs> well, it's my favorite bit because it just keeps ramping up. People keeps like... escalating. It keeps escalating. And, and it was the show, the year I toured, I maybe did that show a hundred times. So by the end of it, it was yeah. so fucking tight. And, and it's just a, it was a true story. It was one of those cool bits. I'm sure you guys have got them too. It's like, yeah. No matter how bad the gig's going, I know yeah. this is going to get him. I know this. There's yeah. 10 minutes at the end and that's all you will remember and you will lose your fucking mind. And I did that yeah. in Edinburgh when I was, it was maybe a 50-seater. Sometimes yeah. it was two, like the, I don't know, 15 people there, 10 people there, still fucking slayed. I'm there fucking rubbing my own clear, just fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the biggest <laughs> arts festival in the world. Some- 50 year old Scottish dude and he's just fucking cracking. I'm like, this is the good bit. <laughs> is that bit is that bit in a special somewhere, Frenchie? Yeah, it's in the world's worst adult special. Um, did you you guys know what happened to that special? Yeah, it got filmed oh, in seven twenty p filmed in four eighty p or four eighty. Four eighty p. Are you fucking kidding yourself? Right, it's, it's <laughs> and how much how much did you spend on that did one? Did you pay Frenchie? money for that? Five K. Five K. 5K Bro, didn't even get it in 1K. Who makes me angry to this day, to this yeah. day. He goes, um, okay, so, 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 so I go there. It's a massive theater, Aster Theater in Perth. Seven or maybe 800 people. It's 800, uh, I think. So fuck the money yeah. that you spent, the effort to fill that shit. Like when you fill a theater that big, you probably can't do it for minimum eight months again. Minimum. Bro, I was, and I was hyping it up. I was fucking like, it was getting all yeah. my best videos out. I was like, everyone in Perth got around me. They're like, Let's fill out Frenchie's show. You know how sometimes people just come together. They're like, you know, he deserves, he's been working hard. We're loving his yeah. bids. Get around it. And it was a red hot show. I didn't even appreciate at the time how fucking hot that show was. Cause obviously, I don't know if you're the same. I think about little, little stuff ups I do. I'm like, oh fuck, I've mispronounced that word. People don't give a fuck. Dude, that bit. At the first five minutes where you throw the popcorn in the guy's face is one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Grow and that, that, yeah, there's a guy eating popcorn in the front row. Frenchie goes, oh, can I have a bit of your popcorn? And then he walks forward, gets the bit, grabs the popcorn, then throws it in his face and goes, grow up, son. <laughs> it's one of the funniest shit. Funniest shit I've ever seen. And I was like, that is such an example of how fucking fire that show was. In the first five minutes, you had the confidence to throw popcorn in a grown man's face. And that's why my crowd works so much better than my bits because uh, you can't write that. But anyway, so, funny. So, so, so it's going, it's killing. I'm killing. I'm killing. Mm. Um, there's like maybe five, five cameramen or something. Um, my manager at the time set it up. They've got a, uh, whatever. They're all set up. They got all the angles covered. They sent me the footage. I'm there with an editor at the time because it was a big files. I didn't know how to do it. And he's like, bro, this is pretty bad quality. I'm like, oh, fuck, did you download it right? Of course, I downloaded it right. So eventually, I, I get ring him. I ring up the camera and I'm going, yo, what's the deal? This shit's, uh seems to be not in HD. He goes, 
I didn't know you wanted it in HD. <laughs> the fuck would it? Wow. I go, are you fucking kidding? He goes, yeah, you didn't specifically say HD, did you? I go, why the fuck would I have to say? Are you fucking losing your fucking mind right now? And my manager's on the call. It's like a conference call. And, and the manager jumps in. He's like, oh, well, we just assumed that, obviously. And, and I think what had happened wow. is that they were used to, because they did film like some concerts over there. They're used to having it plugged straight into the screen that shows up. Uh, and I don't think that needs to be in a special setting. Oh, so it was, it was on live streaming settings. Maybe something like that. I don't exactly know. But there was wow. one angle that was in 720 HD. And so I'm trying to use that as much as I can. The Jesus Christ. And it kills my fucking life. Like people are around it on the internet. They're like, oh, it must be YouTube. Oh, well. But yeah, it's just, it still gets oh, me so angry. You, re- you, released, you released it. In so I dropped it on YouTube. Especially in 480. Fuck. Well, I expe- exported it in HD, so people like might think it's HD, but it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I was like, if that. But frozen did it go bit well though? HD, Surely yeah, the joke. It went fucking through. nuts. Yeah, special's got a lot of a lot of views. A lot that more. Special than has over a million views, doesn't it? Yeah, that was that's cool. That's great. Sometimes you know, so YouTube. Sometimes they're like, oh, everyone's going to see this video, and you don't know why. I'm like, fuck. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> now it's interesting. Uh. Before we end the podcast, Frenchie, we did have one more thing. Uh, so we've just started a Lucan Lewis TikTok uh, yes. account. And we're going to ask every single guest from now on, uh, if you would be so kind to make one specific TikTok, just like an exclusive TikTok for our uh, TikTok account. Um, we're thinking of brainstorming it with you now. I've been yeah. enjoying yep. the format where you've been going to your fridge uh, with the techno music okay. playing in the background and then you yep. grab milk and you go, yeah. I don't really get it. Can you explain <laughs> the joke? I don't actually understand it, but I still laugh. <laughs> right. So so what it is, is that that's a TikTok trend. It's uh, And it's two noises. It's like, mm, yeah. And chicks are doing it like it's supposed to imitate them enjoying sex. Like, oh, yeah, I just come. Oh, so it's so like you like milk. Chicks, you know how all these chicks on TikTok obviously haven't had sex but they try to pretend they have yeah like there's this really gross it's kind of gross the girls that do it it's like a beginner and they do like they're bending over on their knees and it's like I hate medium that, and they hang it up a bit age. more and then it's like expert and they're like they're like oh heads in the pillow whatever i'm like yeah. and i'm like anyone who's had sex wouldn't do that like <laughs> no no way that's not a thing that happens and, yeah. and if you did do that nobody would enjoy it it'd be a also good view and that's it when have you ever been like you know fucking chick whatever and going oh this chick's a beginner or this chick's intermediate you know <laughs> like just from the direction of her art you've never been like yeah. oh she's an expert you know uh, <laughs> who's filling out scorecards you, well, honestly but you i actually i'll disagree with that luke you do know someone just it's not a more beginner expert it's just some some are down and then so if like some like one girl i had sex with um before we've even had sex once uh, um put the condom on she goes on her knees puts her head right on the on the bed <laughs> fucking points it up i'm like we haven't even done the missionary yet don't we don't we work up to this yeah right so you would say that is an expert yeah. move <laughs> well maybe these girls on tiktok are onto something no it's, it's not that it's not right it's more like the girls who are doing it are like yeah he's, he's overcompensating a little bit here i think mm, yeah uh, definitely and they're all like 50, just, 15, it's just it's them like trying to impress <laughs> impress boys and get endorphins from the comments that's what it is 
that's why yeah. we do social media, is it not? Absolutely. Yeah, I do it for the validation. Well, I try to impress the lads. I do it for the lads and get endorphins. Fucking sick video. French are like, fuck yeah, brother. Let's do a <laughs> <Yes>. chili, son. <laughs> Frenchy, so after the show. Up, you want to do a fridge one? Oh, yeah. No, no, it's a bit. So for, for our Luke and Lewis one, is there anything you had in mind? Like what's your favorite so format? We, we, think, we just want have one. to f- include us. We just were thinking that every time we have a guest, we want them to leave their mark on our TikTok. So it can be solo. It can mm. be with us. We what just want a Frenchy TikTok. Do you have any songs you guys like meme in this? And I'll do something to one of those songs. Uh, the Big Brother theme song comes up uh, a lot. Big Brother 2007 theme song. Yeah. Uh, Would that be on lot. TikTok, part? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, you could do a uh, friend of the show, Reese Maston. We enjoy his song, Good Night. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Let's do that. That's the, yeah, we can do that. official dance. This also, is the official dance during the chorus. Thinking... Uh, you know, I reckon Amy Shark, I said hi, should be a meme on TikTok where you just tell people mm, that Amy yeah. says hi. Yeah, uh, you could literally just do the same shit uh, you, you just did. Yeah. Oh, we need um, to upload could, that to TikTok. That yeah, we should bang. probably just upload that. Well, but even like a really simple one and um, and, it, and it's you just going, or one of you two holding it and going, and you have the speech come up. You go, oh, Frenchie, Amy Shark says hi. I'm just like, give a thumbs up. And that's literally it. That's good. That's the first. <laughs> that's <TikTok>. it. <laughs> we like that's that. It. Like you that don't have to think TikToks. That's a genius yeah. thing. So, so can you send us a video after this of you just giving a thumbs up and then a quick wave at the end and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And you can write, you can write whatever you want. You can just be like, thanks. Or, or yeah. that doesn't matter. You don't even need to write Right. Anything. That's the TikTok done. That's good. Low oh. effort. That's how we like oh, it. Oh, actually, can we put a little bit more? I know it's annoying that I'm trying to put a bit more effort into you this. but can you? as a shark. What? No, no. Can you film it through a window? So can you get someone to film it like the Taylor Swift film clip and I'll yeah, film yeah, mine yeah. through a window. So, so it's like we're neighbors doing isolation. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'll so, do two. I'll do one where I'm like thumbs up and I'll do one where I'm like awkward and I'll just shut it. Yeah, cool. Perfect. Okay. I've got it. TikTok starts with me listening to Amy Shark and you hear, tell them all I said hi. I go out the window and yell, oh, this is so much Amy effort Shark now. says hi. <laughs> then Luke good. catches it, sends it to Frenchie. Amy Kielan, Shark I hope you're hi. writing this down. No, um, I'm already, I've already tuned out. Tell me when it's over. I've already <laughs> lost. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you uh, very much. Let me see. Let me see what bit of it we get on TikTok because sometimes you don't get a good bit of the song. Shark, can't you do original sounds? Sometimes they they often edit it on your computer. You're like, I'm not putting in that much effort. Okay, there we go. That's what we want. Perfect. That's what. And now you're demonetized. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, thank you very much for that, Frenchie. Appreciate you joining the show. Do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? Oh, yo, I'm going to drop last year's special at some point. Maybe April 27, maybe not. Sweet. Where's that going? <laughs> On my YouTube and Amazon Prime. Fuck yeah. Is that right, sex, drugs, and rollerblades? No, that's already out. Didn't get many views. You probably didn't see that one. This is Turn It Up. Oh, so you, I thought you meant you were uploading the old one. but No, nah, the old one's already out. That's, oh. Forget about that shit. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Um, <laughs> cool. Turn, turn It Up. up. Out April 27th. Great on show. Channel. I've seen yeah. it uh, a few times and it's a fucking banger. I would recommend. Thank you. Anything Sweet. you guys want to plug? Um, I'll be here next week on Tuesday doing this podcast <laughs> with Lewis. So tune in. 
Yeah, nice. I'll be here on Tuesday, probably, maybe not. Yeah. Um, and uh, social media. You also, know listen to the Tom and Frenchie podcast. That's what I wanted to plug, actually. Yeah, um, check that yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to have to have a word to Xander, aren't we? The little, the little rat. Yeah, fucking the spider. Little rat. Man on the inside. We'll, we'll set something up. You might not find out about rat. it, but it'll happen. <laughs> what? You All don't right. know. We might turn him and now we send him back on the cover of your ones. You don't it's know. True. Fuck, double agent. All right, guys, we're going to end it there. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Check out Frenchie everywhere. See you soon.